Welcome to The Emily Osmond Show, your place to learn how to make marketing, money, and mindset your superpowers. Because the world needs more women taking up more space. And together, we can do this through growing our businesses, our platforms, and our communities. I'm your host, Emily Osmond, a business coach and speaker based in Melbourne, Australia. Twice a week, you'll hear honest, insightful conversations with my guests, along with a dose of real talk from me. Come and say hi over on Instagram at Emily Osmond. And now, let's get into the show. is a thought leader and industry disruptor with a deep understanding of how women work, what motivates them, what drives them, and what can hold them back. Through her online programs and private coaching, Carly supports women to show up in their lives and do their work in the world in a big way. The author of Wall Street Journal and USA Today best-selling book, Soul Modes, Carly works from her home in Bayside, Melbourne, where she reaches women across the globe via her podcast, Go Hack Yourself, and her social media channels, passionately granting them permission to love, accept, and show kindness to themselves so they can feel better than ever before. In this episode, we discuss Carly's book, Soul Modes. Now, if you ever feel like you're inconsistent, a little bit all over the place, up and down, struggle to stick to one routine, this episode could help to explain why and what to do about it. We discuss what these different modes are that exist within us, the purpose of each of them, the power of tapping into them, specifically when it comes to our business, and embracing flow rather than force and rhythm versus rigidity. Without further ado, allow me to introduce you to Carly Marie. So Carly, thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you. I'm so glad to be here. I saw one of my dear friends was on your podcast recently. And um, so I know that, you know, all the cool kids are doing it, hanging out on the (laughs) Emily Osmond podcast. So thank you for having me. (laughs) Such a pleasure. It was so funny. Uh, Someone recommended your book to me. And then it was pretty much the next day, Julia, your publicist, emailed me. And was like, Emily, I was wondering if you're interested in this book. I'm like, oh my gosh, I've just been told about it. Absolutely. I would love to chat with you. So I've just finished reading it. The book is called Soul Modes. You are not one ordinary woman. You are four extraordinary ones. Let's start off with what are these soul modes? What What is a soul mode? It's a fun thing to try and explain to people, right? It's kind of like it explains our motivational roller coaster. It's the what's happening behind the scenes within us that is causing the up, down and left, right that kind of happens with our moods. You might call them moods, right? I call them modes because it's kind of these like energetic states. It's like the four of them, they're called wild mode, bear mode, super mode and sparkle mode. And in any given time, you're in one of them. It's not like there's just one and that's yours. It's not like a star sign. Everybody experiences all of them. And we move through them at different speeds. So I might move through all four of them really quickly. You might move through them a bit slowly or even more quickly than me, right? And the idea is that people talk a lot about how, you know, you've got to fill your cup, right? And I explain in the book that you don't just have one cup to fill. You've got four 
And it's the reason why on one day, filling your cup might look like taking a bath with some rose petals. And another day, filling your cup might look like writing a to-do list and getting it done. And another day, writing a, um, <laughs> filling your cup might look like boxing and like smacking out the <laughs> Yes. So in each of the modes, we want different things. In each of the modes, we're good at different things. In each of the modes, we find different things challenging to do. And it's happening all the time, whether we know it or not. And when we go with kind of what we're being guided to do, what our soul is asking us to do, and I, and I get a little bit spiritual about it because that's what it feels like for me. It feels like it's happening on like a soul level. Like it's happening. It's not physical. It's nothing to do with your menstrual cycle. It's nothing to do with what the moon's doing. And often we're looking for something outside of ourselves to explain why we are the way we are. And it's just one of those things that it just is. It's happening for you. And knowing that it's happening is such a game changer because it's like, oh, that's why I don't feel like doing anything today. I'm just in bear mode. It's not that I'm lazy. It's not that I'm never going to amount to anything because I'm not motivated enough. It's that it's just, it's just time to take a little break. And if I do, and if I fill my bear cup, super mode will be back and I will be that go get them gung-ho woman again. She hasn't left me forever. She's just not here right now. And it can just help us to love and accept ourselves so much more. Yeah. And to know that they're just phases that we go through. It's not a permanent state. So I think we better explain what the four modes are. Could you give us an overview of them, Carly? Yeah, yeah. So wild mode, bear mode, super mode and sparkle mode. So you'll know you're in wild mode if your tolerance for things is a bit lower than usual, right? So things like clutter in your home that has been sitting around for days might suddenly be driving you crazy. You want to set fire to the lot of it, right? If you suddenly just go and buy those $200 boots you've been eyeing off for months and you're just like, oh, I'm doing it, right? It's like that wild woman, that wild mode. And, and I gave them the name sort of I was in a new relationship after going through a divorce and I was determined to really communicate what I wanted, what I needed. I wasn't going to be in another relationship where I just put my own needs aside. I didn't ask for what I wanted and I was miserable. I was like, I'm not doing that again. I learned the hard way. And so I would kind of use these nicknames to communicate with my partner, my new partner, what I needed, like what I wanted. And so I would be like, I'm a bit like a wild woman at the moment, right? Like I'm fiery and I just want to like take on the world and and so, because he would potentially sometimes find my wild woman a little hard to handle because I would be like a bit more argumentative, right? And I'm just like, I'm just, it's not that I'm being, you know, a, a you know what, it's just that I'm, I'm in wild. And it's not actually about him when you're in that mode. Yeah. Yeah. That was so helpful for him to know. It's not that you've done anything. It's just that this is the energetic state that I'm in. And so I was able to see that it's purposeful and I was able to fall in love with my wild woman. I was able to fall in love with all of them, in fact. Right. So for me, and I think for a lot of us, we've sort of been taught to lock our wild woman up a little bit. And when we hit our wild mode and it it comes out as anger, it comes out as rage, or it comes out as frustration, or it comes out as creative chaos. And suddenly you're just moving the whole house around. Sometimes we can, you know, feel a bit like, oh my God, am I losing it? And you know what pisses me off is that people are like, oh my God, you're crazy. We are powerful. Yeah. And when we are in this mode, we're like, we know what we want. And we don't want to put up with the stuff that we don't want. And yes, we can get a little bit more argumentative. I know when people say things to me that I don't stand for around me, especially in wild mode, I'm like, yep, you're not going to just get away with that. I'm going to argue back this time. Absolutely. Like she's the one who can't bite her tongue. Yeah. Like in the other moment, I'd be like, oh, you know, love and light. It's fine. But in wild mode, it's just like, no, I'm going to bite back. 
you know and so a lot of time we've locked her up we've locked that wild woman up so seeing what wild mode is and understanding that she's designed our wild woman she's there to move us forward and to have us declutter and clear out anything in our life that is not serving us you know the old clothes that just aren't us anymore that have got to go you know the clutter the emotional clutter the mental clutter the physical clutter it's all got to go and so for me it's when I, I find whinging from my kids really hard to hear in wild mode right it's like guys stop because I'm just feeling so fired up it's like our temper can get a little bit shorter our fuse can get a little bit shorter so just knowing that about ourselves I mean like oh I'm in wild mode so I'm going to go channel that energy into decluttering a cupboard or into writing my book or to recording a big fired up podcast episode rather than just screaming at my kids you know like when we know about it we can channel it which is really cool and the thing is in wild mode, we'll often make some really big, bold decisions, right? Like you might have gone, I'm going to start a podcast, right? Or, you know, like big moves. A lot of people started their business in wild mode, right? They're like, oh, crap. Like, what was I thinking? What did I do, <laughs> right? Because and often we call it a vulnerability hangover, but what it is is bear mode kicking in. We've shifted. We've filled the wild cup. We've made the big, bold moves. We've made the big, positive changes in our life. We've gotten rid of the clutter. And then we shift because that cup's full. It's time to fill the next cup and the next cup is the better cup. Exactly. So let's talk next. So we go from, and I love how you described in the book that it's always the same cycle that we move between. It's always the same mode follows the one previous. It's always the same. So from wild mode, it's always then bear mode. And um, I'm a big fan of bear mode. I feel like I um, really just love spending time there. So what is this? <laughs> Well, you and me both, but the majority of people <laughs> I've come across hate it. Oh, wow. Right? Because yeah. we're told that, and, and you've probably like over life. Have probably I've done got, the work. Yeah, yeah right? Like to you've embrace this. Better yeah. At going, I need, I'm taking a rest. I'm, I'm, I've got boundaries. I've self-care, you know, like all of that stuff is stuff that we get better at as we get older. So for some people, not for everybody, but for a lot of us that have been doing the work on ourselves, right? So bear mode is beautiful. Bear mode is the time when we do that beautiful kind of spiritual energetic maintenance, right? Like our energy, our energy field, where that time when we're really connecting into what's hanging out in me, my energy field, what's the funky energy, the, the annoying thoughts, the limiting beliefs, the, you know, those thought loops. It's what, when suddenly, you know, you'll remember the time you did that really awful thing to someone in high school, (laughs) that time when you like said that dumb thing to that boyfriend, like those things that we just remember that we're just like, Oh God. Or if you did a live stream yesterday and you're just like, Oh my God, why did I do that? Why did I say those things? Because bear mode comes along and it gives us an opportunity to process that stuff, to process our limiting beliefs, our, it basically gives us an opportunity to see what's happening in our subconscious because those subconscious thoughts, it's like you think about if you're a boat floating on the water and there's stuff under there. There's things swimming around down there under the boat, but you can't see them until that water, like until those things come right up to the surface. And then you can get a big net and you can scoop them up and you go, okay, big, murky, horrible thought I have about myself. I'm going to pull this up into the light. I'm going to, I'm going to catch this. I'm going to have a look at it. I'm going to ask myself, is this actually truth? Because it probably isn't, right? And so we can only see things when they come up to the surface and in bear mode, it all comes up to the surface because in bear mode, we've got no energy. We can't be bothered doing anything. Our motivation absolutely leaves us. It's when we often find ourselves curling up in a ball in bed, maybe having a little cry or having a little journal session or a little bit of a meditation session, whatever it is that we need to do. 
And a lot of us aren't good at that. We're like, no, I've got to push through. I've got to drink more coffee. I've got to get it done. You know, my self-worth is based on what I achieve in a day. So I can't lay around all afternoon. Well, actually, like beautiful things happen when we do, because if we fill that bear cup and we give that in a hibernating bear, is what I would say to my partner. I'd be like, I'm like a hibernating bear. It's not that I don't love you. It's not that I don't want to talk to you. I just don't want to talk to anybody. So just please bring me a cup of tea and then give me a cuddle and leave me alone. (laughs) Yeah. Do you know what I realized? I was thinking about this after reading your book and I'm like, I reckon what I've done is created my business and created my schedule based on bear mode. So then I can add in other things when I'm in the other modes. And I think for me, because I, I know I need it. And I also have, I also have accepted that it's, it's not that I'm being unproductive. It's not that I'm lazy. It's just a phase that I go through that I really need. And now I really love. And yeah, sometimes it's uncomfortable because those things come up and I'm trying to figure out, and I'm just trying to feel like, what is it that doesn't feel quite right? And I really find it super helpful, especially in this time to do some writing, to just try and get things out and just kind of look at things. That's like kind of, yeah, how you sort of bring it up. You bring it up to Steph and it's like, okay, I notice I'm telling myself a story that I'm not good enough or I notice I'm, I'm telling myself, you know, all sorts of things and to just give ourselves an opportunity because if we're busy doing things all the time, we don't get that opportunity to look at that stuff and to do that work, that deeper work. But then what can happen is we get told, oh, you've got to journal, you've got to meditate. And then we try and do it when we're in super mode. Oh my gosh, I cannot. (laughs) (laughs) I just got to do stuff. I want to do this. What am I doing sitting here? (laughs) Exactly right. Because after bear mode, like sometimes, and like my bear mode is pretty quick now because I recognize it. I imagine yours probably is too, because you recognize it. Yeah. And you're like, right, okay, tools down. (laughs) The best thing for me right now is to embrace it. Yeah. Not try push through. Exactly. Whereas a lot of people push through and then they wonder why their bear mode lasts for days. Yeah. Apart from your book, Kylie, where you talked about, cause I'm so on this, like I'm just, this is why your message is so important. You spoke about like the alternative to this and what I guess we come from and certainly I came from was forcing myself. So just forcing yourself, pushing things when like, we don't really want to. And society has really, um, favored and valued and uh kind of made it seem like the right way to have consistency regularity commitment accountability discipline but all of this really has a masculine energy to it and the work that you do and this way that we can embrace in in these soul modes is actually letting the masculine and the feminine work together what do you have to say about this? I just want to like cheer because you get it. Like you just so get it. And I just think it's so time that we take consistency off a pedestal. I mean, having the same routine every day, it does work for the masculine, but it it stifles the feminine. And the thing that happens is when we hit super mode, which is great because it's the next one we're going to talk about. When we hit super mode is that we want consistency want routine we're very much drawn to that those masculine success measures I say the book is for women but soul modes isn't just happening for women it is happening for some men each person is going to sort of feel into how much these teachings connect for them but for me as someone who is really very much in you know very feminine at my core 
then what I found was that masculine approaches to life aren't particularly effective for me. I mean, look, they can be effective, but they're also exhausting. So the best thing that I can do is to embrace and work with my flow and know that some days I want to get up at 6am and have a green smoothie and other days I want to stay in bed till 8am and journal and not make that mean that I'm not good enough or not going to amount to anything because I'm not structured enough. I think we need some structure and that's the beautiful thing about super mode is that our superhuman, she will bring some structure in. She can do things like sitting and looking at something that is chaos, like if you've got a notebook full of all these is random ideas. She will look at that when you're in super mode, you will look at that and you will go, okay, I'm going to formulate this into like a plan into, you know, a process or a methodology or something. It's like, we can think very logically, very black and white, but what we do struggle to do in super mode is to feel empathetic, to feel patient. I get really bossy in super mode. Like, yeah. like kids, right, everyone in the car, let's go. And they're like, what, are we late? And I'm like, no, I'm just in super mode and I want you to hurry. <laughs> you know? Oh, I totally get it. I to- And, yeah, I can resonate. It's like those times when I am getting up early and then doing bigger days just because I, I want to and I feel called to and I'm like, this is what I want to do and what feels right. And then other days I'm like, I do want to sleep in a little bit more, go a bit slower, feel more a bit gentle with what I'm doing and um, go to bed earlier, whatever it might look like. And I'm like, this is cool because this is just, these are just different phases. But when I used to really try and, and like you say, forced myself to, well, why aren't I getting up at, you know, 5, 6 a.m. every day? Or why aren't I going to this gym class like every single Tuesday? And I just felt such a resistance to it on some Tuesdays. So, um, yeah, I love I love this. And I, I see it a lot with the women I work with that they, they kind of say, oh, I need to be more disciplined or I need to be more structured or I need to be more consistent. And I'm like, probably the way that they're learning or hearing these things is, is different ways that are going to really support them. Absolutely, yeah. And there's a lot, it's funny, like we look at the personal development space and most of the top books, like when, when my book was in the top 10, I was one of two women or two, you know, of this sort of, let's say, more feminine approach people in that list. And so a lot of what we've been taught in the personal development industry is super masculine, is, you know, Tony Robbins's and, the, you know, those people that are really teaching and preaching a particular method. And there's a, there's a reason why so many women and also some men are feeling really exhausted and burnt out. And like, I can't keep operating at these levels. I can't keep doing the, the kind of this kind of hustle and it's just it's got to look different and this is just such a cool way to feel like you've still got some structure because the cool thing is the modes happen in order it has a structure there is some structure to how we work even though it feels like when you don't know what it is it feels like chaos it feels like yesterday I wanted this and today I wanted this and what a beautiful <laughs> thing say if you're like a woman in a relationship with a man and he's like God, I just can't figure you out. Like you can hand him this book and be like, here's the manual. (laughs) (laughs) This is what's going on. (laughs) I think it's so powerful when we can learn this and then have that understanding and awareness and then like embrace it. So what's the fourth mode? The fourth mode is sparkle mode. 
It is a favorite of mine. So imagine you're in super mode. You're all like, I'm getting everything done. I'm at your laptop and you've got kids around and the kids were like, mom, come play with me. And you're just like, no, I just want to get all this done. Everybody just go find a screen. Leave me alone. Let me get my work done. And you see, I do that to my partner. I'm like, just leave me alone. Just go out there. Be quiet. <laughs> yeah. It might even be your dog going to take me for a walk, right? Yes. Like, it's like other things around you seeking connection. And you're just like, leave me be. And so you're in super mode and then suddenly it's like, you just go, oh my God, the sun is shining. Yeah. Oh, what am I doing? I've got my hair up in a bun. I just want to let my hair down. I want to shut the laptop. I want to connect with my loved ones. I'm going to put music on. It's that shift where we come back. Like it's almost like we come out of our head and into. it's like, we're so present in our body. And it's like, suddenly, you know, I'm like, oh man, I haven't like painted my nails in a while. I'm going to do that. It's different for everyone. Like some people aren't into nails, but it's like, what does being in your body look like? For me, usually it's music. It's suddenly I can really taste the sweetness of a strawberry and I can just be so present with that. And you just, you know how you just have moments where you're so overwhelmed with gratitude for your life. Sparkle mode, always sparkle mode. I don't swear in sparkle mode, but I swear like a sailor in wild mode. <laughs> like you just find, you figure out these little things. It's like, okay, I must be in wild mode because I'm wearing leopard print and I just said the F word. So I mean, I'm definitely in wild mode. Whereas, you know, in sparkle, it's like, I know I'm in sparkle because I'm wearing a dress usually. I feel, and you speak about in your book as well, sparkle mode is really around that connection side of things. And I can definitely notice it for me is when I then do seek out, um, hey, do you want to catch up? Like, we'll have a chat or we'll do this. And even with my social media, being on there, having conversations. And then at the other modes, it's more like, okay, no, I've got got work to do here. Or I just really want to put the phone down and, and have a break here. So yeah, I can definitely see it playing out. Yeah, totally. It's when you see, you know, people do posts about, you know, of their dog or of their kid or, uh, you know, those appreciation posts about their husband. And I know for me, I know I'm in sparkle mode because suddenly like the stubble on his face is just the sexiest thing I've ever seen. (laughs) And it's like, it's always there. But when I'm in sparkle mode, I really notice it. So it's beautiful when sparkle mode kicks in for me at about 4 or 5 p.m. So I cycle really fast through all four. I tend to go through all four in a day. Ah, which makes yeah, it a bit yeah. of a roller coaster. Some people spend maybe a day in each mode. Some people have a couple of days, um, but usually not too much more than that. Someone, someone might spend a few days. It really seems to come down to kind of how responsive you are to what you want. So if you're like, oh my God, I should just shut the laptop and do some work. Sorry. And be in, you know, be with my husband, for example, some people are going to do that when they have that thought. And some people are going to be like, no, I should just keep working. So if you're really good at kind of listening to yourself and doing kind of what your soul is asking you to do, then you'll shift really fast. If not, you'll shift slowly. Could you give some advice for those listening? Like, how do I figure out which mode I'm in? And I loved how you describe this in the book, certain ways that aren't really too to feel it or hear it or understand it and then other ways that are and kind of where to listen in your body to to what stage you're in? So the best question to ask yourself is what am I yearning for? Like what do I want? What tends to be consistent across all the people, right? Because the modes look different. My sparkle mode probably looks different to your sparkle mode, right? But what seems to be consistent across everybody is what we're kind of looking for. Like in wild mode, we seek freedom. So for me, freedom look, might look like an uncluttered house. 
For you, freedom might look like going and being barefoot in the forest. Or it might look like rocking out to Motley Crue, right? To different people, freedom looks different. But if you can ask yourself, what am I seeking and what will it give me? So if it's like, oh my God, I just want to put red lipstick on and wear leopard print. Like, what would that give you? What would it feel like? Would it feel like freedom? Then it's probably wild mode. Because in wild mode, we seek freedom. In bear mode, we seek stillness. So if someone's like, oh God, I just really want to take a bath or oh, I just really want to um, go and sit on the beach and look at the ocean, what would that represent to you? Would it look like stillness? Then it's probably bear mode. In super mode, what we're looking for generally is like productivity, like producing results, something that feels like I've been productive, I've achieved something, something tangible. And in sparkle mode, what we're generally looking for is connection or presence. So for you, connection, if you, if you say if you're more extroverted and I'm more introverted, then you as an extroverted person, connection might really look like being with friends. For me as an introverted person, connection might really feel like being in my body and like moisturizing my skin. That feels really like connecting to myself. So I think asking yourself in each moment, and it's a beautiful practice, even if you don't figure out what mode you're in, it's just a beautiful thing to do, is to ask yourself all through the day, what do I want? What do I want right now? Not what has society taught me to want? Not what does my social media feed tell me I should want? But what do I actually want? To feel filled up, to feel nourished, what would fill my cup? And that will give you a really good indication once you kind of know what the four modes are. And then over time, it becomes so easy because, you know, I know that if I'm craving like a cocktail, I'm in sparkle mode because I just love having <laughs> yes. colorful cocktails in sparkle mode. If I'm craving, yeah, to be alone, it's always bare. I can find myself when I'm more playful, especially with my partner or, or when I do um, like go on a walk and I'm just like, oh, the grass and the sun and the views, then that's like sparkle mode. It's just really that, yeah, amazing kind of feeling the senses and, and the playfulness and the lightness and um, yeah, so cool. So why as business owners, why does this matter and what impact can it have for business owners to understand this and, and if they choose to then work with it, what can change when we do this? It can just be so big because the cool thing about being self-employed is that you are your own kind of driver. There's not kind of these, there's not like a boss going, okay, this is what you've got to do and what you've got to do it when. You've got to be kind of self-motivated. And the thing about the SOMOs is it's a motivation cycle. So understanding this helps us to understand what is going to motivate us in any moment. So I've written a couple of books, right? I wrote each of them in a pretty short amount of time with little kids at home. The second one was in lockdown, right? So I did that pretty quick by being able to motivate myself each day to write by figuring out which mode I was in and then appealing to that mode. So if I was in bear mode, I was like, all right, let's just get like shoes off, bra off, get into bed and just write and just hide from the world. If I was in sparkle mode, it would be like, okay, we're going to create this beautiful gift for all the women of the world. Right. And so I would feel connected to all of the other women and I would use that to motivate me to write. If I was in sparkle, sorry, super mode, I would be like, okay, 500 words in 15 minutes, let's go. And I would kind of motivate myself like that. If I was in wild mode, I was like, I'm going to be a best-selling author. I'm going to change the world. Watch me, you know, like a different energy. And we can apply that to anything in business. We can get ourselves to do stuff by working with our energy rather than kicking our own butt, 
forcing ourselves, willpower, accountability. You've just got to get it done or else, or you're not committed. Like it's just a totally different approach to getting things done. And the other thing is, I think I talk about this a little bit in the book is letting your wild woman be the CEO of your business. Yeah. I love how you gave them each a role in the business. So good. (laughs) Because a lot of people, they've got their super running their business. And when you let your super run your business, when you let your super make all the decisions, then what happens is you end up with a whole lot of systems and software and processes and automation and all of these beautiful, cool little things that work really well. But then you're sitting there going, why isn't this reaching anybody? Right. Oh my gosh, Carly, I, I wanted to ask you about this because I thought it was so smart around making decisions. Yes. Talk to us how you recommend yeah, decision-making once we understand these modes. Which one should be making the decision and then when should we kind of wait to act? So your wild woman will make the decisions that are going to make the biggest difference in your life, right? So if your wild woman is just like, oh my God, I need to create a program on this topic, And then you're like, oh my God, I can't, who am I? I can't do that. What do I know about anything, right? And then we have our little freak out. But the decision that your wild world made is the right decision and you know it, but you've got to go through this process. (laughs) You've got to go through this process of getting all of your modes on board. Because if you just go, all right, my wild woman makes decisions, then the other three can potentially kind of sabotage it a bit. It's almost like all the parts of you have got to be on board. So you want to let your wild woman make the decisions. Let her write big, bold posts that really speak to people. Let her create podcasts. You've got to trust your wild woman. That's just a huge thing in itself, isn't it? Absolutely. Because we're taught not to trust our wild woman. We're taught to be sensible and reasonable and think things through and write lists of pros and cons to make decisions. Your wild woman is not interested in pros and cons. She's interested in my heart says, yes, this is what I'm doing. You know, when you just make those big, bold moves, when you're just like, I'm going to write a book or I'm going to invest in PR, I'm going to invest $20,000 to work with a coach or something, right? Like these big moves that in bear mode, you would never make that decision. It's so funny. I was in wild mode recently and because um, we've built a house and I was like, right, I know what I need. We're going to buy this and this and this and this. And I went on like a shopping spree, did the same with my um, wardrobe, got a stylist, went and bought. And then... I got to bear mode and I'm like, oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. Wow. I really did, um, did a bit of a spree there <laughs> and it was the right thing to do, but I would not have done it in bear mode. I would have been like, oh, wow. No. <laughs> so yeah, it was quite funny. I'm like, oh, but I, I love how you say, you know, the wild mode knows it's really powerful to then kind of be with these things through the other modes to bring them on board. Yes. Yeah. So if you decide that you want to make a big move, so say you want to make a big investment, right? So in wild mode, you're like, yes, this is what I want to do. And then in bear mode, you kind of have a lot of limiting beliefs that come up around what if and all of that. So be with that, allow that to come up, feel those feelings. And this is really cool for someone who sells. If you're in your business and you sell to other people, it's really nice to know that this is a process that other people are going to go through. And we can respect that because some people are like, oh yes, I want to work with you give me the link. And then you don't hear from them again. (laughs) And it's because they've hit bear mode. It's not to say that they're not going to come back. So you wouldn't be like, all right, fine, then you don't really want it. Or you, I mean, obviously you're not going to do that, but some people might be like, oh, good. Take a minute and come back to me when you're ready, because you know that they're going to come back to wild mode again. Yes. And they'll be back. So this is why our sales processes can be really beautifully, beautifully nurturing 
when it is informed by this and we can go, okay, you're just in bear mode. If you're coaching someone and you know what bear mode is, but you know what L the modes are, it can be really like, you can just coach them in such a more beautifully informed way of where they're at and also where you're at. So if I'm in wild mode and I'm coaching someone in bear mode, I really need to be aware that my energy might be a lot for them to handle in that moment. Like you can do this and this and this. They're like, oh, I just want to retreat a little bit. Yeah, can I just cry? I'm going to be like, why haven't you gotten it done? Let's go. Like, let's set the world on fire. And they're like, please let me cry, right? Like it's. It, yeah, I, you can meet them where they're at if you're a coach or, you know, anyone that works with people, really. We can just meet people where they're at. Personal trainers, you know, like I just wish everybody yeah. could understand this. We hit bear mode. We allow those feelings to come up. We be with them. We know that they're not the truth, but we know that they need to come up, right? The, and the limiting beliefs about ourselves. And then super mode comes and it's like, okay, so super mode is going to be like, right, super mode wants certainty, right? So say if you're looking at investing a big amount of money in like a coach or something like that, and you hit super mode and you're like, okay, I need to know that this is going to work. But because you're in super mode, this is when someone might message you and be like, can you guarantee that your coaching is going to achieve results? And it's like, well... There's some things I can guarantee, but that's not one. But what you can do, you'll know, okay, this person's in super mode. What this person needs to hear is tangible information. So it might be like, right, we're going to do a weekly session. It's going to look like this because the person in super mode wants accountability. So when I write sales page, I know that they're potentially going to be looking at it in super mode, which means they need detail. They need dot points. If they're looking at it in wild mode, they want to feel the energy of it. So I'm going to bring some of that wild energy into it. They're not going to be looking at it in bear mode, let's be honest. In <laughs> mode, they've forgotten that it's even something they want to do because we've got absolutely no focus. Oh, that? Oh, yeah, no, I'm, I'm over here right no? now. <laughs> yeah, no. Nah. Uh, yeah, exactly. I'm having cocktails. We'll think about that tomorrow. But the beautiful thing about sparkle mode is that someone will want to work with you if they feel connected to you. And someone in sparkle mode will feel your energy. So the more you can actually bring your true self, your true beautiful energy into what you do, into everything you write, every video you make, every sales page you write, every sales call you do or whatever it is, if you can really bring who you are in that moment and where you're really at rather than trying to be something else, people feel that. And particularly the people that if they get the modes, then they'll start to recognize it in you. So it's so cool. Whenever someone reads, this is what happens, right? You read it and then you want everyone else around you to read it. Because it's like, I want you to, I want to be able to go, I'm in their mode and have you know what that means. Yes. (laughs) Yeah, don't you worry. I'll be giving this book to a lot of people. Yeah. (laughs) And that's the beautiful things. Like I've done very little actual kind of advertising or marketing for this book. This book just spreads because everybody buys it for their friend. You know, and I just love that because every woman should get to feel this way about herself and to see that she's magic. She's not mayhem, she's magic. And it's there's order to the chaos. And that understanding this, you can apply it in your relationship, you can apply it in your business, you can apply it in your sales techniques. And it just allows us to be even more respectful and understanding and non-judgmental of one another. And of ourselves, hey? Right? Yeah, the comparison suddenly goes away. Like when I'm walking down the street and I'm in bear mode and I'm in a hoodie with no makeup <laughs> yes. and like death warmed up and I see another woman who's in sparkle mode, she's in heels looking amazing with the lipstick on and everything. And I'm like, you go, you good thing. Yeah, good on you. Sparkle mode. Yes. Like, she's so pretty and I look like a hag. Like, no, I'm not, I'm not going to do that because, because I can see that she's in a different state to me right now. And that's beautiful. There's beauty in my bear. 
and there's beauty in her sparkle and there's beauty in your super and there's beauty in her wild. They all work together to help us to have a really, you know, textured and layered, beautiful life. They happen in that order for a reason. It's like the season. We can't be in summer all the time. We can't be in winter all the time. The beauty is in the movement through them, in, in the, the newness and the creation and then the falling away and the dying of the leaves. And that's happening, to get a bit metaphorical on you, right? Like that's kind of happening inside of us and it's happening for a reason. And it's a beautiful thing. Uh, Carly, I have loved this chat. Where can everyone go? Those that are like, I want to learn more. Where can they find you, your work and um, Soul Modes, the book? Soul Modes is on Amazon. If you're in Australia, you can get it directly from me. If you want to at carlymarie.com. There's a little docufilm that I made. If you search Soul Modes movie on Facebook, Instagram or YouTube, you'll find it. And that's a little 55 minute where I interview a bunch of women about their experiences through the modes. It's really cool. Um, So that's a cool thing to do while you wait for your book to arrive. (laughs) And you have an audio book. Is that right? Yeah, Yeah, it's audible. Yeah, it is. It's audible. And the second book, Sorceress, which talks a little bit more about the modes and sort of applies it in more of a manifestation kind of law of attraction conversation. And that's called Sorceress. And that is not yet published, but the I read the draft out on my podcast. So if you just saw that actually. I was like, oh, you've got a podcast. I do. Yeah, it's called Genius (laughs) Unleashed. It's about unleashing your genius and yeah, and so I read it out recently. So that's just the draft, but I mean, it's a, you know, it's nearly, it's just about ready to publish. So that's on there, and you can find me on Facebook and Instagram. Well, thank you so much for joining me today. Loved it. So great. So so glad to be here and to talk to your audience. Thank you for having me. This episode is brought to you by my free online masterclass: Why your marketing isn't making you sales and what to do about it. You'll learn how to get heard and seen in this noisy online world and stop being invisible. How to fill your audience with the right people. People who will love your content and will actually buy your products, services or programs. And how to consistently turn your followers into raving customers without being fake or salesy. This free masterclass is perfect if you're about to launch your business or you're a small business owner. Register now at emilyosmond.com forward slash free. That's emilyosmond.com forward slash free. And remember, until next time, connection over perfection. You've got this and we'll speak soon.